What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Fantasy Benchwarmers. So, uh, in today's episode, ito tuloy lang namin yung we're on the last batch of the team awards that we're giving out. So, by this time, dumabas uh, ng news that the NBA fantasy season is officially over. So pretty much, medyo good timing naren for us because uh, we're wrapping up on the on the uh, team awards, and then the last, balit the sixth part, uh, six part six of a seven part series. So with me tonight is our commissioner once again, si Erico, and then we have a new guest, co-manager namin sa league. Mr. John Nicholas Go. Hindi rin sila magkapatid. Hindi rin kayo magkapatid. Marami lang Go. Sa league namin, marami lang Go. Actually, marami, marami. Anyway, sige guys, let's... How are you guys? Kamusta? Okay naman. Getting back to work. Medyo, ano na, malapit ng mag-full, ano, all out na. Ang nakakatakot kung ibalik nila ang Ibalik nila tayo sa ECQ. Hindi na yan, hindi na yan. Feeling ko hindi na. Sana, sana for every everybody's sake. Yung nga. Sige. Alright, so let's start off. Uh, ang first team natin that we're gonna talk about um, is the Sacramento Kings. Actually, medyo halos similar yung mga picks natin. For MVP, let's talk about MVP first. The Aaron Fox, ang pinili namin ni Eric, and then si Nick is Rishon Holmes. Si Nick muna, Nick. Yep. Bakit si Rishon? Bakit si Rishon? Si Rishon Holmes, kasi if matatanda natin na draft sa, I think medyo tail end na mga drafts. Hindi natin siya kinonsider as a big man na na supposedly magsa-start, but towards siguro mga ten, twelve games into the season. He took over the starting spot, if I remember correctly. And then from then on, tuli-tuli ang gaganda ng games niya. Na umabot pa siya sa isang part na season natin na sa lagi siya na sa top thirty range na mga bigs. So he 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 we can say he overachieved, but we've known na given the minutes he homes talaga, he always produces efficient numbers like. Low turnovers, good defensive stats, high field goal. Kaya siya yung napili ko. Si Rishon nga, actually, ano yan eh, parang secret ng mga fantasy experts. Actually, maraming sobrang naiinis bakit hindi siya nakakuha ng minutes. And this year, finally, siya ang nakuha na rin niya ang minutes na kailangan niya. And ako naman, I knew Rishon was higher than the Aaron Fox talaga. But I chose Fox only because... I felt na mas maraming linero si Fox, mas long, mas maraming sample size kung bago. Rishon was basically a limited size. Tapos na injured pa siya, if you remember. So yung yung numbers niya medyo medyo limited size. So pinili ko si Fox. Although Holmes was really a good choice also. Asid ba starter ng starting center ng Kings before Holmes? I think it was. Deadmon, right? Deadmon, yeah. Wayne Deadmon before Deadmon sucked. Gotcha. Ah, actually, ako pinagpiliyan ko rin si Holmes and Fox. Pero I looked at the stats. Ah, 
especially towards the latter part of the season. Medyo maganda, yung, maganda naman yung stats ni Fox. Plus, I think towards the end, medyo na-injure na si Holmes and then medyo malaki na yung tagal na nung absence niya eh. So, medyo malaking impact rin yun for fantasy teams. Although si Fox, I think, got injured then for a short period of time. Pero I think, yun nga, medyo hindi... Parang short lang yung spurt ni that he produced. Eh. Pero he produced really good numbers. Eh. Parang borderline second round to mid. Yeah. Talo pa niya si Capella, I think, sa season averages. Si oh. Fox, ang maganda kay Fox this year, masabi natin, he took a, lit, a leap upwards. Medyo nagkaroon siya ng improvement. Kahit sa free throw niya, eh. I think umabot na ng 70%, 71%, mga ganun. So, yun, yun ang naka-help sa kanya with with, with my choice personally kasi uh, dati talagang ano eh, talagang inefficient eh. Tapos alam natin three points niya hindi talaga malakas for him so yeah. wala. This year mas nagkaroon may improvement. So, good enough na yun for me sa, with considering Sacramento wala nag stand out masyado. So, kaya ako siya pinili din. Hmm. Actually, uh, if we if we go to the sleepers, halos these are the two players din na napili eh. So, for us naman, parang nabaliktad lang for us, si Eric, Holmes. si Holmes ang napili namin. And then, si Nick, uh, si Fox naman, si nakuha, napili niya as a sleeper for for this. Uh, since, part. ano, no, since napag-usapan na natin yung dalawa, I'll just bring out the name. Si, I don't know how to pronounce it eh. Si Nemanja Zelika. 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 Kasi for me, since nabag-usapan uh, natin si Holmes and si Fox, uh, what they did this year, I think si Zelika was a sleeper also. Na uh, won a lot of fantasy fantasy weeks then. Yeah, especially Kasi, for head-to-head. Uh, yes, for head-to-head. Kasi may mga ano siya, may isang period of time, medyo ang ganda din ang performance niya with three-point sh- shooting. And then may rebounds. May, may rebounds then. Yeah, so that's very interesting name to talk about in si Sacramento, si Zelika. Or Belica or whatever. Yeah, actually, maganda yung... Nelitsa yata yung tawag nila eh. Nelitsa. <laughs> actually, maganda yung performance niya. But yun nga, parang for Sacramento, wala talagang nag-stand out eh. I think, in reality, Fox, maybe improved a little, pero still, was nandun pa rin siya sa part na parang ganun, consistent lang. Hindi nothing beyond what we expected talaga from from Fox eh. Si Holmes ang pero, ano, pero may step up. So I think I think si Fox is in the right direction naman. Yeah. Uh, the, ol- eh, the only the only criticism I have with Fox kasi yung free throw niya. Uh, mm. isa, isa yun sa pinaka-anchor sa game niya. Free throw sa turnovers eh. So pag naglalaro tayo ng roto is kahit na maganda yung scoring niya maganda yung assist niya malaki rin yung impact niya pagka the, sa free throw. Kasi paminsan, isang game, mm-hmm. eight, 8 to 10 free throws ang kinukuha niya. Mm-hmm. Tapos, pag, if he shoots like 60 to 70%, laking anchor ka agad yun sa team mo. Ang difference nga niya dan kila Rondo at kila Alfred Payton siguro, yun mabababang free throw o si Lonzo, hindi ganun karaming free throw ang tinitake ng mga yun eh, compared to si Fox. Fox. Kaya yes. medyo malaking bagay kay Fox. So I think, 70% siya ngayon eh, 71. Next year, kung mag-75% siya, ang laki ng increase ng value. Laki ng impact nun. Laki, oh, impact laki nun. ng impact nun. Pwede na. So, move tayo sa bust. 
uh, we had same bus. Uh, Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley. Si Marvin Bagley, ano yan eh, Sam Bowie, circa 2020. <laughs> Pero, baka minalas lang siya. <laughs> Pero was wait. showing good flashes na naman last year, di ba? Ano yun, Nick? Hmm. He was showing good flashes last year. Oh, Bagley, and, before the season ended, yeah. Oh, and this year, naglaro naman siya eh, and he did well at for those games na naglaro siya. Not, syempre, from an injury, hindi talaga yung what we expected or what... Hindi siya, ano, no? Hindi siya drug-related, tama? Hindi, no? Hindi, hindi. Hindi, hindi. hindi. Parang hindi siya. Injured talaga siya. Uh, injured talaga. Naglaro siya for a bit and then na-injured siya. Parang ganun. So, siguro mga... Pero si Bagley kasi, uh, for me, no, parang wrong position din siya, eh. Power forward siya ninalaro ng Sacramento ngayon. Whereas considering wala siyang outside shooting and hindi siya laterally magaling sa defense, I think mas bagay siya sa center. But uh, going forward, no, next few seasons, next few fantasy seasons, medyo uh, avoid na rin siguro talaga kay Pat. Oh. Mahirap alisin yung the fact na, although iba sa fantasy yon reality, na pick siya over Trey Young and Doncic. It's just, it just gonna stick with him talaga for me. And so I think wala eh. Maging disappointment talaga to yung hula ko sa kay Bagley. Actually, yun yung criticism sa Kings eh. Sila Vlad eh. Parang meron na sila mga players in key positions na pwede nilang talagang ipashine. Pero hmm. for some reason, they draft players na medyo nasa similar position. Like for yeah. example, si Buddy Hield saka si Bogdan Bogdanovich. Bogdan. Pareho silang shooting guard. Pareho silang mag, pwede sila pareho na i, i, parang i-feature. Pero dahil dinaf nila yung isa, namimili sila. Nilalaro nila skill sa small forward. Hindi niya natural position. Or vice versa. And, correct. Isa rin, bagitin ko, how about si Hield? Si Hield, feeling ko medyo nag-underperform this year. Kasi medyo feeling ko mataas yung expectations sa kanya. Pero, yeah. siya nag-perform. Si, Actually, I think si Hield, ano eh, for me, ah, in reality and fantasy, medyo iba eh. In, fan- in reality, since nag-aaway siya ni Luke Walton eh, binibench nga siya eh, di ba? So medyo disappointing yun. He doesn't finish games. So medyo, medyo may malaking issue doon. But fantasy-wise, kahit kung tingnan mo talaga, uh, kahit hindi siya nag-finish ng mga fourth quarters at medyo binibench siya for ilang minutes, nag-produce naman siya. Kasi I don't think people pick Hield for steals or for other or for other other than three points and oh. points. Yun lang naman talaga ang healed eh. And I think nag de- nag deliver naman siya this year at par or kung hindi man mga ilang slots lower pero hindi that that bad fantasy yeah. wise. Kaya rin nak kaya rin nung una nung nag nagaano tayo, uh, inisip ko siya kung siya ilalagay ko doon sa bus category kasi si Buddy Hield parang na-draft natin siya third or fourth round. If I'm not mistaken, May somewhere there. Hata higher, oh. Yeah, yeah. And then, syempre, expectation nga natin, since wala rin si Clay Thompson, alam natin within the season, isa na sa pinaka uh, volume three-point shooters outside mm. of Trey Young. So, yun, nagawa naman yung part na yun. Kaya, yun, yun nga lang yung disappointing doon is feeling ko yung Kings mismo. Dahil hindi siya binibigyan ng priority or, or ano, parang inuuna yung iba eh. So, parang katulad nga na na-mention ni Eric, binabangko na siya sa dulo. Mm. Okay. May naisip lang ako na tanong. Do you think si Holmes would maintain being a starter sa 
Kings if healthy siya. Nick, ikaw? Ako, given, I think si Holmes talaga given the minutes he can produce. Um, kahit na sa Dahil nga sa commitment nila, katulad na mention kanina ni Eric, they left nila sa Agli. Kung hindi bagay sa PF yan, ilalagay nila Uh, for me, uh, agree with Nick. Uh, if you're asking me if uh, confident ako sa sa magiging performance ni Holmes, confident ako. He will perform given the minutes. Pero hindi ako confident na he will be given the maximum minutes sana na na kailangan niya. So let's say. Thirty minutes yung maximum niya fantasy niya yun. Hindi mayyari. Pero for me, 20 minutes of homes will still be good enough. Pero don't pick him top 50. Kasi yun na nga. Sa akin, top 100. Top 100, kung nakuha mo siya within top 100, sabi mo 70 plus, medyo still na nakuha mo yun. So, depends na lang sa mga kalaro mo siguro kung how much yung mga gamblers dyan. Okay, sige. Let's move on to San Antonio. Yun yung next na team natin. So, MVP, for me and... Tulog muna tayo. Tulog muna tayo. Dapat nandito si Wes eh. In reality nga, parang even sa pag-pick ng mga ano, mga ORDs parang <laughs> fantasy, fantasy or reality, ang boring eh. Parang ang lagay dapat MVP, Greg Popovich na lang eh. Oo. So parang boring talaga. Demar, Demar, pinili namin ni Eric and then si Demarcus. Pero I think personally I could go either way whether Both Demar yeah. or Demarcus, parang pwede naman eh. Uh, pero yun nga, hindi talaga elite fantasy production, kumbaga, for uh, an MVP. Um, Nick muna, since ikaw yung naiba sa amin, Nick eh. Demarcus. Bakit, bakit si Demarcus over si DeRozan? Uh, si Demarcus kasi for a big guy that was drafted around in the fourth, uh, fifth round, feeling ko sobrang steel yung production niya. Umabot ba sa uh, fifth round? Kahit nasabihin natin, Sina Marcos? may mga ibang leagues na lumala, dahil sa age, I guess, tapos iniisip nila, okay. mas mga, alam mo yun, mga height players. Hmm. Yung point production niya, consistent naman siya, nasa 20. Kasi parang siya yung naging focal, focal point rin naman na offense pag pinabato pinabat sa post. Hmm. Ang maganda sa kanya, efficient siya. So, basically, yung efficiency numbers niya, free throw niya, mataas din this year. Tapos, nandiyan din yung mga combination of defensive stats niya. And he doesn't really hurt you that much. Si DeRozan kasi this year, kaya, kaya pinili ko si Aldridge. Kasi normally, si DeRozan, sobrang re, ano tayo, reliant tayo doon sa free throw percentage niya. But for some reason, this year, medyo nag-dip ng konti. Hindi siya kasing reliable as years years before. Though, maganda naman production niya kasi para siyang 5 rebounds, 5 assists yata per game. Yes. 5 uh, rebounds, 5 assists. So, actually, magugulat ka sa stats ni DeRozan eh. Kasi parang hindi mo... Sobrang boring nga ng Spurs. Wala na talagang nagka-follow sa kanila. So, hindi mo napapanood. Hindi mo pinapansin. Kahit, kahit tutulong sa sa fantasy, hindi mo na yung papansinin eh. So, ganun, boring eh. Pero si DeRozan actually... Uh, yun na nga. Pagtingnan mo yung stats niya, 23, I think, 23, 5 and 5. 83% field free throw tapos 53% field goal. Uh, medyo okay plus the fact na healthy, durable si DeRozan. In fantasy a very underrated eh. Durable siya. 
eh, you can expect him to be there kung kailangan yeah, mo siya. Hindi tulad ng ibang players. So, so, so binase ko na lang siya sa total totals imbis na average. So, medyo mataas siya dahil sa durability niya. Talagang got a total of 8 three-pointers this whole season. Eight. Siguro. Talo pa siya ni, eight talo pa siya ni, talo siya ni Lamarcus. Oh, talo siya. Eight three-pointers. The whole season, ha? hindi, hindi yan. A season, diyan a week. A yeah. whole season, eight. So, I don't know. Hindi ko talaga siya bagay doon sa tumira ng tres or anything. But, ganun. Si Lamarcus naman kasi for me, medyo mataas ko kasi nakuha si Lamarcus. I have, I have Lamarcus in certain leagues. Mga 30 plus ko siya nakuha eh. So, kaya hindi ko siya pinili na MVP. Kasi hanggang ganun, mga 40. Nasa 40 siya eh. So, similar sa si DeRozan. Pero may mga injury-injury na rin. So, pinili ko na lang si DeRozan mas durable. Yun na lang yung naging deciding factor sa Si DeRozan, parang wrong wrong era nagdalaro ng basketball ngayon. Eh. Dahil oh, wala nga siya oh. three-point shooting. Kung siguro panahon nila Jordan noong 90s yan, dominant din niya kasi ang ganda ng, ano niya, ng mid-range game niya. Pero nagin ko lang no, si Derosa sa Toronto hindi ganoon ka boring tingnan eh. Nung nag San Antonio, parang boring na eh. So I think San Antonio effect talaga. <laughs> parang parang eh, uniform din ata may problema <laughs> Medyo medyo malaki nga yung impact ng San Antonio siya. Eh. So sige, let's move on to ano for a change. Move muna tayo sa ade, ah, to sleeper pala muna. Sleeper. Siguro if there's oh, one sleeper there's a Spurs. This is the most exciting player na, si Dejounte Murray. <laughs> sleeper nga eh. Kabagay sa Spurs yan, sleeper. <laughs> si, pati si Dejounte, actually si Dejounte, di ba? Lahat tayo. Ano, sleeper na sleeper sa atin yan kasi injury namin. Nakalimutan na siya. Kasi di ba, nung playoff ang, ang Spurs, si Derek White ang nag, naging Not parang sabi nila eh. Yes. Oo. So parang nakalimutan na si Murray eh. So pero sa atin mga fantasy addicts, hindi natin siya nakakalimutan kasi alam natin yung potential niya eh. So this year, hindi pa rin na-fulfill yung potential niya. Pero si Murray, kung saan siya na-pick, doon yung performance niya. So good enough na yun. Sleeper siya kasi laki ng potential sa steals eh. 1.7 steals. Tapos one turnover a game for a point guard, sobrang ganda nun. Sobrang ganda. So, uh, by default, by default. Kaya siya guys, sleeper. Ako naman, for oh. me, si Murray, uh, aside from the steals, malakas rin siya rumibound for a guard. Yes. He gets oh. about six, six, seven boards a game. Uh, ang, ang issue lang, you know, with the Spurs, dahil di mo rin maintindihan yung rotation nila sometimes sa guard. Si White, si Nastart, si Murray, so, hindi mo alam paano, paano imamanage itong dalawang player na ito. Eh. Parang they're given almost equal playing time, around 25-28 minutes per game. Mm. So, parang Last si Pell and... May Patrick Mills pa eh. May Patrick Mills, may Brain Forbes. Ang daming ginagamit ni Popovich eh. Pop, yeah, yeah. Oo. Tsaka wala rin kasi siyang three-point shot, no? Compared to Pella Forbes, saka Pella Mills, yes. Which is, I think, yung hindi naman talaga forte ng Spurs to rely on the trees eh. I think it's part of the system eh. Kasi sabi natin, si DeRozan doesn't take much trees. Mas lalong hindi siya nagtitake ng trees because of the system ni... The system. So, feeling ko malaking factor yung system. Kasi kung titignan mo sa Spurs, wala namang magaling talaga mag-tress eh. Yes, yes. Diba? So, so hindi, si ano, sila... Hindi, I think, nag, ano rin, kasi si Patrick Mills sa kasi Brain Forbes, always yan, pag manood ka ng Spurs, one of the two, laging nandyan eh, laging naglalaro. 
Yun yung three-point shooter nila eh. So, I guess kung hindi mo role, hindi ka talaga bibigyan ng green light ni Pop. Popovich, yeah. Okay, problematic yan for Dejounte so, going forward. Pero I think yun nga, sabi mo, Dejounte has ano, given, actually, defensive stats niya could be elite talaga siguro in the next few seasons eh, if talagang gamitin ka. Yes. Usage lang talaga yung magiging uh, kalaban ng mga fantasy owners. Dito kay Pero may, may, may potential, may opportunity dito kay Dejounte ka the next few seasons na uh, kung mababa ang tingin pa rin dahil na Spurs, dahil na sa system, you may get him at a discount eh, feeling ko. Uh, actually, this year, I think, maraming leads got him for a discount. Yeah. If mm-hmm. playing Dynasty League, I think, sobrang sulit ka na for, for him to yes. get him for a keeper na I think yung sa atin niya, I think value niya mga 30 lang eh. Yes, yes. 30, 30 dollars or 30 pesos. So, so parang sobrang sulit na sobrang sulit na yung ano niya yes so for our bust actually unanimous din si Derek White ito naman yung kalaban ni Dejounte in minutes I think si Derek White maybe man, mataas yung nag expectation natin after last season I think ganun na nag USA siya nag USA team siya sa World Cup eh yeah. pero hindi naman siya siya yung last player <coughs> Hindi, ginagamit siya. Nagagamit siya sa USA no, team. Naman, so, naman, ginamit niya pala siya. At saka lahat ng galing sa USA team usually nag-i-improve eh. Sabihin mo nang bulok na USA team yun. Pero, pero ano, nag-i-improve usually. So, malaki expectations natin sa kanya. Is it a case na hindi siya nag-improve or talagang hindi siya masyadong ginagamit? Ako, for me, the system is a big, big, uh, yes. ano, big factor with white eh. Kasi yung game niya may makikita mo no may glimpses talaga siya ng ng ano eh ng ano mo yun parang kumbaga kaya niya mag-produce talaga when given the the minutes it's just that siguro sa sistema nila you know in yung paano paano pinapaikot ni ni Pop yung bola hindi rin hindi siya na feature kumbaga napupunta talaga kay DeRozan or kay LaMarcus yung mga shots hmm. and i must say si although blasphemous sabihin pero Popovich really did that awful job this year coaching. Rotations niya magulo eh. I mean, he was using players like to, no, no, I mean, sila Bryn Forbes really has no, walang, walang point na maglaro eh. If, if for me, why not use Derek White and Dejounte Murray together? Pero ayaw, hanggang sa dulo, hindi ginagamit ni, ginagawa ni Pop eh. Yun yung so, effect ng mga tao, use them together kasi sila yung best, yes. best guards niya eh. Susugal mo ba yun next year? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of agree with si Eric. I think dapat ginawa ni Pop this year nag-develop na siya ng players. Mm. Kasi sila Forbes saka sila Mills alam na natin hanggang dyan lang talaga yung talent level nila. They're three-point shooters but that's it. Hindi uh, na sila yung parang kumbaga they can step up their game for the next season to, to, to push your team to higher levels. Isa pa nga sa mga players na feeling ko dapat na palaro or na feature si Lonnie Walker. Yeah. Dapat you know, mas na-feature pa siya. Kasi eh, si Lonnie board, Walker, ano eh. Diba, tinitira ni Pop eh. Parang eh, little mistake. Little mistake kay Lonnie Walker. Bench na agad <laughs> So, yeah. tama si Nick. Oh. Pero yung during the training, eh, pre-season games, uh, si Lonnie Walker. So, I think, medyo, other than siguro the, I think, 
hindi ko rin alam ha, kasi I never really picked uh, Lamar, Lamar. Uh, but I think three players lang talaga dito ang may fantasy values. The, the Lamar, Lamarcus and Demar plus Dejounte. The rest you have to stay away na for the next season most likely. All right, most likely on. yes. Uh, Toronto, the defending champions, Toronto Raptors. So for MVP, actually na surprise ako sa MVP. You pick si Eric pick Lowry. Then kami ni Nick pick. Pascal Siakam. Bakit si Lowry? Doon ako medyo na napaisip eh. Hindi. Actually, kung tingnan mo yung stats ni Lowry this year, ah, this year, whether games played, whether whether sa stats mismo, uh, he performed the best among all of them eh. Even Siakam considered, kahit kasama si Siakam, Lowry performed highest fantasy-wise. Kasi three points ni Lowry at si Lowry is very elite. Talagang elite. Hindi siya yung tipong one point something, three points, one point something steals. Elite ang three points sa steals niya. Ang problem natin kay Lowry always is at the end of the season, may injury yan when you need him sa playoffs. May injury yan. Eh, ano mo na yan? Taga mo na yan. Ganyan. Eh, this season, di natin natapos yung playoffs eh. So, correct, correct. W- walang disappointed sa kanya. Parang nagawa na- na- niya yung ano niya. He finished in the top 25 this season. So, quietly. Kasi nga, isa pa yan eh. Si Lowry, para yan kasama niya yung Marcos, yung DeRozan. Parang tagal na kasi. Sobrang veterans na, na parang nakakalimutan na hindi na mabango. Pero he did well. Pero madikit sila ni Siakam. Close sila ni Siakam. I just chose him because uh, he really ranked higher this year. So, yun ang pinili ko si Lowry. Nick? Ako, I went with... with uh, I think maganda yung point ni Eric kay Lowry. Yun naman talaga knock ni Lowry in terms of sa performances. Uh, in the regular season or half, half or three-fourths of the season, okay. Pagdating sa head-to-head playoffs, dun siya normally nagkakaroon ng nicky injuries. Uh, But so far, okay naman siya talaga this year. Kaya, lang na, kaya naman ako nag-siakam. Kasi I think siakam, given the dip in terms of sa field goal, may konting dip siya dun. Uh, siya pa rin talaga yung main, uh, ano, main man nila. Na, 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 I mean, they, he produces at nightly eh, for them. Eh. Uh, maganda yung, yung points niya, maganda yung rebounds niya, nandiyan yung defensive stats niya. So basically for the Raptors parang siya na yung next uh, star talaga. Isa na talaga yung kukuha ng star role nila going forward. Though napaisip ako actually kasi si Fred Van Fleet sobrang ganda rin ng nilaro. Ah uh, mm. to, to the point na I think na draft siya ang layo eh. Kasi kinalimutan talaga siya ng mga tao na sa 100 plus na siya. Tapos nagproduce siya, umabot pa siya ng top 34 at at some point. Yes. So grabe yung production niya. Yeah, na-injure lang si Van Fleet. Or he could have been also a, a candidate for that. I think pupunta rin tayo kay Van Fleet as sleeper ang susunod eh, di ba? I think Van Fleet yeah. tayo lahat eh. If I'm if I'm correct. So sa sleeper, uh, everyone pick Van Fleet and then yes. I added si Norman Powell kasi mm. uh, surprise rin yung naging performance niya considering na parang role player lang talaga siya. for that team. So, may ano lang ako, may ano lang ako, Van Vliet. Actually, eight teams ako sa fantasy this year. Anim doon, may Van Vliet ako. So, talagang kabadong-kabado kay Van Vliet coming to this season eh. Kasi I'm very high on him talaga. Kasi dahil sa final siguro. Na sumobra ata ako. Parang every team ko talaga I had Van Vliet. Meron. So, natuwa ako talaga. Sobrang tuwang-tuwa ako this year dahil sa performance niya. Kasi, nagpo-perform yung team ko. Medyo nagko-content every team dahil kay Van Vliet. 
sobrang sobrang di mo expect yung ano niya eh, yung 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 ginawa niya this year na kaya niya i-sustain yung ginawa niya sa finals kasi before the finals, 'di ba? Hindi siya maka-shoot eh. Uh, yeah. para siyang para siyang wala eh pero nung simula nung pinanganak si Junior parang lucky charm eh may may, may nabasa nga akong uh, question is he going to be a top 20 player next year yun ang oh. yun ang yun ang nabasa kong gine-debate ng ibang fantasy experts top 20 ba daw si Van Vliet next year so parang ko interesting ah kasi actually bagay talaga siya sa system ni ng ng Raptors eh no maganda yung free agent siya eh. free agent siya so, may rumors na New York Knicks might go after him. So, kung napunta siya sa Knicks, medyo top 20 is possible. Tingin niya top 20. So, with the Knicks, ah. With the Knicks. With any team. Feeling ko medyo malabo. Uh, ngayon pa lang, sa top 30 na siya, eh. Oh, pero it's, it's a system, eh. Ah, well... Yeah, pwede mo sabihin it's a system. So, depends if you believe it's a system or if you believe it's him. So, Pero patsinin mo rin towards the latter part. Kasi nung start, I think everyone was surprised kay Van Fleet. So, parang nagulat sila na kaya niyang gawin yung mga ginawa niya. Pero towards the latter part, medyo nag-up and down na yung game niya eh. Parang medyo nakaka-adjust na rin yung mga teams eh. Considering na medyo... medyo malaki yung disadvantage niya in terms of yung height niya, size niya. I think medyo mahihirapan siya to go that high. Oh, top 20. Oh, top 20. It's too high. Anong level ng mga players na meron? Ikaw, Nick. Anong ano mo lang? Top, uh, Next year. Top 50, I guess, should be okay. Pero top 20, parang mas marami pang players, I think, na are better than Van Fleet. I think this so, year, kaya siya Siguro, pwede. Depending on the situation, I guess. Kasi feeling ko, Malaking factor kay Van Fleet yung, ano, yung system ng Raptors. Eh. Yung hmm. how they stretch the floor, lahat sila, tsaka yung ball movement nila, ang ganda. Eh. Si Ibaka, he can shoot the three. Marc Gasol can also shoot the three. So basically, paminsan siya na yun talaga na iiwan. Eh. Kasi you have to pick your poison. Are you going to guard Siakam or are you going to guard Lowry? Hmm. I guess tama. Kasi kung New York, baka siya na yung babantayan talaga. Oh, pero interesting yung ano ni interesting yung pick ni ni Jet na Norman Powell. Kasi may story ako diyan eh, nag-trade kami ni isang manager natin si Den Dennis Go. Was trading I think uh Jokic ang ibibigay niya sa akin si Jokic at bibigay ko sa kanya si Luka Doncic. Na I was giving him Jokic, he's going to give me Luka Doncic, pero gusto niya Luka and Norman Powell. Eh yun na nga, hindi ako naniniwala kay Norman Powell, so binigay ko. I thought na parang wala lang, throw away lang, bigay ko sa kanya. Pero every game, 30 points, 20 points. Diba? So, sobrang inis ko kasi yung, yung sabi niya sa akin, sige, sinong gusto mong may partner kay Norman Powell? Ang hiningi ko sa kanya, si Sedi Osman. So parang, <laughs> sobrang, sobrang, akala ko nung time na yun, sabi ko, oh, patas naman, Sedi Osman, pa Norman Powell. Feeling ko mga, you know, flash in the pan, walang kwenta. Pero tuloy-tuloy. Oh. Kahit nung after the injury, after the injury, tuloy-tuloy pa yeah, medyo, actually, in, in, no, go, 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 Jay. Medyo weird yung sa Raptors nga eh, kasi parang players that you don't expect, like si Van Fleet and Powell, parang sila yung na-highlight sila dun sa system eh. So parang talagang laki ng improvements nila eh. Uh, ang hmm. wala talaga sa Raptors, ang pinaka-issue ko lang with the Raptors is that when a player gets injured, walang timetable. They never give out time. Uh. So parang if you have multiple injured players, medyo mahihirapan ka to 
decide kung do you drop this player. Kasi like sina Powell got injured tapos ang tagal rin niyang nawala. Si Siakam, ganun. Oh, tuwang-tuwa ako nun. Sobrang saya, sobrang saya ako talaga. Hindi ko lang masabi kay Den. Kasi tuwang-tuwa ako. Yes. <laughs> yes, di ako nalisahan. Pero bigla, si Powell pa yung biglang bumalik na lang tapos biglang... Oo, oh, bumalik. Right? Inihintay, diba? kong i-drop, ni, inihintay kong i-drop ni Den talaga yun kasi talagang hindi ko mati, ko matake eh. Na parang naisahan ako eh. So parang ko, i-drop mo na yun, kukunin ko kahit injured yan, kukunin ko. Hindi niya drinap talaga. Pero nung biglang bumalik, bumulusok ulit gumawa eh. Gumawa pa rin. Oo, oh, gumawa pa rin. 20 points a game. all Every game, 20 points. Siguro, parang, nung pagbalik niya, siguro mga a game na medyo feel, ano pa lang, he was feel out. Feel uh, uh. out process pa lang. And then, after that, tuloy-tuloy na ulit eh. Ano sinasabi mo kanina? Hmm. We're saying, about to say something. Ayun, yun, 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 ano yun ko yun, tungkol nga kay Powell. Yung bigla na lang siyang, bigla na lang siyang bumalik out of nowhere na parang kala natin mas matagal pa yung injury niya. Tapos biglang gumawa lang siya ulit. Oh, y- di ko alam kung siya yung player na yun. Yung no? problem ng Toronto eh, hindi ko alam for some reason, they don't give any injury updates na medyo clear. Even yung recovery process, wala eh. Basta, hindi, sabihin lang nila he's not available or he won't return. There's a reason bakit Kawhi thrived there last year. Kasi, di ba? Kasi niya, medyo secret eh. Hindi niya nasabihin kailan siya, di ba? Ganun eh. Saka sobrang deep eh. Yung system eh. Hindi, hindi necessary. On the flip side nung kay, sa, sa case ni Powell, yung kay Mark Gasol naman, marami rin mga managers na nag-drop kay Mark Gasol. Mm. Tapos ako naman thinking na parang, uy, ito si Powell, ang bilis nakabalik ha. Sige nga, add mo. Pero yun siya naman, ang tagal. Talagang hindi na naglaro. Hindi naman hindi yung na flip side nun. Yes. Tayo doon sa bust no, for Toronto, I, I included Mark Gasol kasi nga medyo, although mababa yung expectations with Uh, Mark Gasol pero parang ano eh parang hindi masyadong wala pa rin eh not even uh, uh, not even top 100 yata si Gasol eh si Mark Gasol yeah oo but sina Eric pick uh, Ibaka saka si Nick din ba Ibaka oo oh, Ibaka oof ako I think it's because the value of Ibaka is anchored on blocks eh parang blocks. this year sobrang humina talaga siya sa blocks eh Meron mga games parang dati kasi alam mo si Ibaka pag pinik mo may mga games siya talagang 4-5 blocks. This year nagulat ako meron siya mga games zero talaga. Marami. Actually yung average si Ibaka this year is 0.8 eh. Blocks. Ang layo. So, ang layo. So, pero actually itong tingnan mo si Ibaka kasi isa na yung favorite ko rin yan dati. So every year may Ibaka ako. So, uh, matagal nang nawawala yung blocks niya eh. Matagal nang pababa yung blocks niya eh. And it will just continue kasi athleticism niya wala na eh. So ngayon, ang value niya is basically malinis na player eh. For a big man, walang, walang masyadong holes in his game eh. Wala siyang low free throw, wala siyang may three points siya. So yun lang eh, all around eh. So ngayon, I think Ibaka is more of a roto guy na lang. Uh, filler. Filler sa roto team. I don't think we should expect yung Oklahoma days na Ibaka na talagang blocks rate talaga siya. But kasi medyo nag-evolve na rin yung game eh. Everyone's staying outside. Everyone's trying to take the three. So, parang hindi na rin siya masyadong presence talaga sa loob. Kasi wala na rin pumapasok. Wala na rin nag-drive masyado. Plus, yun nga, yung athleticism and yung old age. Hmm. Alright, let's move on to the next team, which is the Utah Jazz. So, sa Utah, unanimous MVP, Rudy Gobert. Pag-usapan, ano mong pag-usapan natin about Gobert? I think, Medyo ano, medyo 
nung nag-start yung year, medyo slow start si Gobert. Eh. Mm. I think towards the middle part lang siya talaga nag-pick up ng game niya. Doon sa level na lumakas yung rebounding niya, a little matasang field goal. Uh, pero it was a slow start na I had Gobert in one of my teams na medyo medyo napapaisip na ako kung itatrade ko na siya at one point kasi nga ang bagal nung start niya. Tapos may mga injuries ako sa team. So I needed bodies na magpo-produce agad. But yun. Pero I think solid naman Gobert eh. I think si Gobert, ano eh, ang problem lang sa kanya kasi first rounder siya eh. First round din naman ang body niya. Kailangan mo lang talaga alam paano siyang gamitin as a, paano build ng team around him. Kasi points-wise, wala, medyo ma, ma, ano siya eh, mababa ang value niya eh. Saka basically talaga blocks and rebounds ang, ang ano niya eh, ang value. So kailangan marunong kang mag-build ng team around Gobert. And feel so, good. And field goal, yes. So, yun nga. Yun lang mahirap sa kanya. Kung first rounder mo si Gobert, medyo you have to work hard to really build the right team. Unlike the usual first rounders, medyo mabilis lang mag-build eh. Kahit sino dyan, meron mas madaling mag-put ng pieces around. Kay Gobert kasi, either you really, talaga kailangan i-maximize mo na yung strengths niya eh. Kailangan panalo mo na yung mga strengths niya. Kasi it's not gonna give you anything in three points, points, wala eh. Kasi it's not gonna give you anything. Kahit just news eh. So, yung talagang advantage niya, kailangan i-maximize mo. Pero MVP MVP consideration siya sa yung tag pa rin talaga. Kasi, nasa top 15-16 pa rin naman talaga siya ng fantasy. Diyan sa blocks niya. Eh, uh, yung fantasy natin, very high ano, sa blocks eh. Very high value on blocks. Kaya, kaya gano'n. Tsaka nag-improve din si Gobert this year. Nang may incremental improvement sa free throw niya. Hindi uh-huh. na siya sing bad before. Meron siya mga games na nakakasun siya ng 9 out of 12. So, which is pagka ganun yung bibigay niya sa yung uh, free throw uh, percentage, okay na talaga siya for a starting center. Especially somebody who's very elite in blocks. Question ko sa inyo, si Gobert, tingin nyo is peaking or declining? Fantasy Good question. <laughs> First I mean, ayan, ko... 15 siya eh. 15. 15. Let's, let's put it at that. Nasa 15 siya, top 15. So, peaking ba or declining? I think declining. Kasi, for, although first time ko naman siya na nakuha for sa fantasy, I think ang maganda kay Gobert, you can build around him if medyo ang strategy mo is a big lineup. Medyo magandang uh-huh. centerpiece talaga si Gobert. Kasi, elite yung ano niya eh, yung field goal niya, taas talaga eh. Plus, uh, rebounding, blocks, and then low turnover. Although this year, medyo tumaas ng konti, I think. Uh, but if you go the big man route and then add more pieces to the defense, steal siguro, and a few points, then medyo solid ka na eh. So I think yun yung ano. Pero performance-wise, I think medyo declining na. Medyo nawawala na siya sa radar ng first-round value. But I think still solid second round. Uh, pero sa first round, feeling ko medyo magdadrop yung mga Papasok niya sa first round, si Luca would jump into the first round. Medyo magiging afterthought na si Gobert sa first round. Yeah, sila Trey Young. Yung mga exciting ones. Ito, Nick. Declining din. Similar. Feeling ko, ano na rin siya. Siguro at, at the most, tw- top 20. Top 25 player. Uh, yun kasi, alam mo na si alam mo na talaga gawin ni Gobert. I don't think he's going mm. to adjust any parts of his game na 
magkakaroon siya ng three-point shooting na improvement. Eh. Wala eh. Alam mo na talaga ang aasahan mo sa kanya na categories field goal, rebounds, blocks, tapos low turnover. Yun ang pinaka-asset niya sa'yo. Ako, takot ko sa kanya injury eh. I don't know why, pero ako siya, payat niyang tangkad niya. Parang feeling ko, freak injury away siya eh. Kasi pag tumalun siya, pwedeng matamaan yung knee niya or something. Kaya din siya may injury eh. So kaya ako, declining din ng three-footed. Actually, ang pinatipili ako niya si Donovan Mitchell or siya eh. I had Mitchell this year, very high on Mitchell this year. All ako kay team sa Donovan Mitchell kasi feeling ko nga this year would be a big year for Donovan. And happy ako na nag-produce siya. Nag-produce siya, yes. So ako talaga, yun ang ilaw pinipilihan ko. Ati the last minute, pero pinigil ko si Gobert because yun lang. Mataas yung ano niya, mataas yung, mataas yung performance niya. Pero Donovan Mitchell, for me this year, nag-perform din. Actually, Mitchell did better this year than last year. Last year, sobrang sagwa talaga eh. This year, this year, better. Uh, pero I think still, Mitchell's not, for me, parang hindi fantasy-friendly yung game ni Mitchell. Sobrang sagwa ng field goal and puro points lang talaga, mostly. Usually, yun, yun din ang tingin ko eh. Pero this year, I don't know anong... Kasi every year I was trying, mayroon akong tinatarget na isang player talaga eh. Eh this year si Donovan yung tinarget ko. Buti na lang nag-46% siya sa field goal. So medyo na- naangat niya Uh-oh. kahit pa paano yung field goal niya. At alam ko kasi takot yung mga tao this year dahil may Conley eh. So I was getting him at a prime discount talaga. So medyo masaya ako kay Mitchell this year. Okay. Tingin mo ba nakatulong na dumating si Conley para tumakas Hindi. yung field goal? Eh, hindi naman halos naglaro si Conley eh. So, okay. I think, yeah, uh, so I think basically it really, oo, nag-improve talaga. Talaga. Feel good wise. Okay, move tayo sa sleeper. Uh, everyone had, ano, Bojan Bogdanovic. Which is, I think, the, ano talaga, clear-cut sleeper for this team. Kasi, wala naman nag-expect eh. I mean, we expected, siguro, him to perform. Pero yung, nag-start yung season, parang siya yung star player. <laughs> so, so, ako sobra saya ko kay Bojan. <laughs> Criminally undervalued si Bojan based on his looks. Kasi white guy eh, di ba? Pero, I'm sure maraming ng champion with Bojan this year. <laughs> tsaka ano, tsaka I think he, when coming into the season, hindi clear yung role niya with the Jazz. Kasi, on similar mm. position sila ni Ingles. Tapos, Ingles. Yeah. So parang eh, Ingles did well last year, fantasy-wise. So parang hindi mo alam anong role ang ibibigay kay Bojan this year. So, pero kaya siguro may marami rin nagulat sa performance. Pero last year gumawa yan sa Indiana eh. He's, he was really yeah, a critical, um, vital, ano. I think people just look over him kasi boring white European guy, parang mabagal, parang parang Larry Bird, parang ganun eh. Parang kala mo hindi marunong eh. Pero with the current ano ng NBA, perfect siya eh. Perfect siya as a small power forward eh. Ito yung dapat... Piling ko yung pinakamalaking factor kay Bozon eh. Na-move siya to PF. Yes, oo. Na-move siya to PF. Laking factor. Okay. Sige. Uh, ang bust is unanimously Mike Conley. Ako ay added si Ingles kasi nga yeah. 
based from last year's performance, um, malaki yung dinrop. In fact, may halos binabangko na siya minsan eh for, for ano. And some, play, some teams uh, picked him pa in the siguro mga mid to late uh really yung mga medyo yeah. mga ten, oh, guilty ako diyan guilty ninth round ganyan so medyo fast na mataas na yun for the ano guilty talaga guilty kay Ingles only naman i think uh injury plus parang hindi siya masyadong nagfit nung start eh although nung balik mm. siya from injury medyo nagperform siya ng konti pero hindi pa rin as consistent as we would like siguro Pero ang maganda dito, we saw them healthy with Conley, Ingles, with everybody. Alam natin na na-affect talaga si Donovan then. Stats ni Donovan, may time. Donovan was not even scoring 15 points. May about tatlong games na ganun. That was when Conley was healthy. So, warning sign na yon na mukhang hindi magmamatch si Conley sa Utah. Eh. Talagang may maa-affect. And si Ingles din, nung nandiyan si Conley, talagang no minutes, medyo... To begin with, hindi na nga, hindi na nga volume si Ingles eh. And nandiyan si Conley, lalo pang nawala. So, either or yan eh. Ingles and Conley, kung sinong healthy, yun ang may fantasy value. Ang, I think ang challenge kay Conley would be, hindi siya passing point guard talaga eh. Mm-hmm. So, magiging conflict talaga sila with Mitchell. Yeah. Assist-wise, stats-wise, hindi makukuha ni Conley yung stats niya as he was getting sa Memphis. Dahil maraming yes. ibang scorers for Utah. Now, hindi naman nila in-expect. Ewan ko kung in-expect nila for him to facilitate. Sa, pero sana man lang umas, um, umangat yung assist niya. Pero hindi rin eh. eh declining na rin kasi. For me. Uh, okay. Sunset na niya eh. Oo. I think similar with Joe Ingles. Ganun din eh. Kasi kaya rin naman. Uh, both sila ni Conley. Age. Age sa factor na. Si Ingles, he's, he's primarily a three-point shooter and his steals niya pretty good. Tapos may assist pa. So yun yung maganda sa kanya. Low, kahit low minute siya, dahil bigay niya yung tatlo sa'yo, those are uh, fantasy gold chips eh. Diba? May threes ka, may steals ka, may assist ka. So malaking factor yun. Si Conley, uh, similarly, I think the age has affected him and probably because of the system rin before sa Memphis, siya yung pinaka-feature doon. Dito, hindi magawa kasi nandyan na si Mitchell. Mitchell needs the ball. Meron akong bonus na sleeper dito. Feeling ko will be will be useful in the future si Tony Bradley, yung backup ni Gobert. Backup ni Gobert. I feel na either matrade siya or I'm mean, really predicting an injury for Gobert anytime soon. Especially after itong COVID thing na to, feeling ko start na ng malas niya eh. Bati, bati Parang, yung Mitchell. Ayun siya pa yun. Feeling ko hindi sila, hindi sila totally bati eh. I think yung huling... Ru- parang huling reports, hindi pa siya nag-uusap masyado. Ayaw pa siya pansinin ni Mitchell eh. So, that's sa ginawa niya? Oo, oh, that's sa ginawa niya. Parang giniligawan <laughs> pa siya ulit ni Gobert. Ayaw pa rin, ayaw pa rin eh. So, Bradley, someone to watch, I think. Tony Bradley. Tama, tama. Sige. Let's move on to the last one. Washington Wizards. So, Washington. Ev- everyone had Bradley Bill. Wala naman, I think, no-brainer naman yung Wala naman talagang hmm. Ibang gagawa considering na wala si John Wall in the lineup. Ngayon, ang question ko for next year, do you think John Wall would uh, break into, babalik ba yan sa dating John Wall that we know? Or baka mas maging efficient si John Wall? Or 
the old John Wall pa rin. Kasi old John Wall is not as efficient as we would really want. Pero nandun yung assists, nandun yung steals. Next year, sa panik niya. Do you think... Hindi ko, hindi ko mabasa si John Wall eh. Kasi ako sa fantasy, lagi ko siyang ina-avoid. Just hmm. primarily because yung, yung, yung build ko, gusto ko yung field goal ko medyo maayos. Tapos mabab, yung turnovers ko, I try to keep it in check. And those two are red red uh, parang red warning signs na talaga kay John Wall ever since yan talaga yung mga weaknesses niya. Pati free throw yata, if, if I remember correctly, hindi rin siya mataas. Eh. Uh, so masakit yun for a point guard. Problem ko kay John Wall, two years siyang nawala eh. Parang two years siyang hindi naglaro eh. It's hard to come back from that. So I think next year, at least, at the very least, next year hindi pa yun. Not the John Wall we know. So, tama si Nick. Kung hindi na siya efficient player, tapos yung counting stats niya, hindi pa rin nandun. Dahil physically, hindi pa siya perfect condition. What's left with him? <laughs> Wala. Nothing. So, I think it won't affect Bradley Beal definitely. I think Bradley Beal will still be the main player going forward. Unless matrade siya sa Brooklyn, which is the rumors. Na matrade siya sa Brooklyn. Talaga? Uh, yun ang rumors ngayon eh, that Brooklyn is uh, really going after Bradley Beal. Para maging third wing, third man nila Kyrie at ni Durant. So, if that happens, then ibang usapan yun. Pero si Bradley Beal, feeling ko, hindi pang third man eh. Given na nakita mong stat output niya sa Washington, beast talaga siya this year eh. Pero if sumama siya kay Durant and Kyrie, wala siyang choice. He has to be the third wing. Third, third man na siya dun, di ba? Pero, let's see. Kasi malakas yung rumors eh. So, possible yan. I put it at 60%. Possible yan. Hintayin natin. Kasi I think Bradley Bill wants to stay with Washington din eh. Yes. Uh, pero, inano in, na eh. Pina-float na eh. So, magugulat ka na lang. Maririnig mo, Bradley Bill asked for a trade. Tapos na. End of story na. Pero I think, it would be so, for Washington to trade. Yes. Although, feeling ko, the only reason they're, they're trading him kasi yung money that he would get re-signing with them would be would be huge plus the John Wall contract. Diba? Oo. So, sige, move Aba. tight sleeper. Davis Bertans. Ano ko to? Favorite pick ko to. Yung isang league natin, yung all-small league natin, ay yung team ko dun sa isang league natin. I used the all-small lineup. Tapos, wala na ako nakuwang sentro. So, parang nakalimutan ko na kulang pa ako ng mga sentro, ganyan. Tapos, wala na ako mapili. Kasi nga, very limited ng big men sa fantasy na kaya mag-produce eh. So, kinuha ko to si Davis Bertans without knowing kung ano talaga yung magagawa. Although, medyo hype siya nung start. Dahil <laughs> mm. sa elite hype siya. shooting niya. So, medyo naging surprising talaga for me na, uy, magpo-perform din pala siya. And sobrang to perform pa uh, sa team ko. Uh, to be honest, hindi ko siya kilala masyado talaga coming to this year. Parang pag nag-mock draft ako, nakikita ko, taas niya eh. From Yahoo, ah. mataas siya. Nasa 90 plus pa nga eh. Oo, oh, oh, mga ganyan. 90. 90 plus eh. So, parang ako, sino ba tong Bertans na to? I, I, I remember, may nagkatulong sa akin, magaling ba talaga tong Bertans? Kasi, Hindi mo naman siya nagpa-perform before this season eh. Sabi ko, hindi ko rin alam. Pero, well, ngayon, kinagalan natin siya. Yeah, if you remember, if, if you remember yung Spurs, dapat may trade sila. Or hmm. parang masasign nila si Morris. 
more is Tapos yes, biglang nag-back out. Kaya nila trinade si Bertans. Inis na inis rin sila doon sa nangyaring yun. Kasi si Bertans actually integral part ng offense sila last year. Eh. Siya yung stretch four nila. Eh. Ah, ah, ah. So malaking factor yun. Pero, pero last year, he wasn't this good. Diba? Uh, it's probably because of so. his first system. <laughs> he wasn't given... The, wala nang ibang gagawa sa Washington eh. I think, considering wala sila wall, wala yung mga ano, wala yung ibang players, siya na talaga ang expect na, na mag... na tumira. To shoot. Man if you watch Bertans, pero if you watch Bertans, ah, no conscience. As in, a little bit open lang, is gonna shoot it. Kasi bilis talaga ng release niya. Bilis. So, that, that, yeah. That makes me very confident with his fantasy value kasi wala siyang iniisip eh. Tsaka hindi niya kailangan ng picks or anything. Basta konting ano lang, titirahin niya talaga. Kahit malayo, titirahin niya yung three points eh. eh no, with his percentage, oh, matangkad siya. And his percentages medyo not bad. So I think yung value niya will be there going forward. Oh, for sure, Yod. For sure. Even, uh, I think, nangyari, nag-perform ka exactly the time when Curry got injured. So, parang siya yung naging Steph Curry Uh-oh. nung fantasy season. Pero, um, do you think malaking impact rin na nawala si Thomas Bryant na injure siya for Bertans to perform, to get minutes? Kasi si, ang boss natin mostly si Thomas Bryant. I think, uh, yep, lahat tayo Thomas Bryant ang boss natin. For me, mainly for the injury. Before the injury naman, medyo nag-perform siya. But after that. Pero sa tingin nyo, pag bumalik si Brian, do you think ganun pa rin yung magiging output ni Bertans? Nick, ikaw, ano tingin mo? Ako, tingin ko kaya eh. Kasi iba naman din sila na laro. Si Bertans talaga stretch four. Mm. Uh, and in in the game now, kailangan mo talaga ng shooters. So, it helps na dalawa sila ni Bill. Talagang alam mo na pag binigay mo yung bola sa tres, talaga makakashoot. Nama. Ako ganito lang yan eh. Si Bertans, feeling ko, uh, dahil wala si Brian, hindi lang tres na bigay sa'yo. Uh, nabigay sa'yo may rebounds. Kasi marami siyang minutes eh. Pero if you're gonna go forward expecting na tres lang ang hinahabol mo sa kanya, okay na yun. Kasi bonus na lang yung iba eh. Kung maraming injury, bonus na yun sa'yo eh. Pero basta ang expect mo yung three points, hindi mo makawala yun kay Bertans. Saka yung role niya sa Washington, very safe yan. Kasi Hachimura is not a shooter. Bryant is not a shooter. Eh, kailangan mo na isang big na talagang will stretch the floor for John Wall. Lalo na si John Wall. Kailangan may, may papasa siya. Meron siyang kick-out man. Three-point shooter, yeah. Oo. Oh, so, very, very safe yan for me. Si Davis Bertans. Okay. So, I think next year, medyo magiging hot player pa rin si Bertans. Pero mas, think, kilala, na oh. mas kilala na siya compared to this year. Kasi this year, mm. parang expectations, parang parang hindi pa medyo mataas ma, nagulat pa yung mga tao dun sa expectation sa kanya parang putol si, pa yung daliri niya na oh <laughs> ang daliri oh putol oh putol pa yung daliri trivia lang natin sa mga listeners natin putol pa yung daliri sam lang ang daliri niya tapos ano pa galing galing pa tumira sa sa tres all right so that wraps up yung uh, all uh, all the teams uh, Bust, uh, MVPs, and uh, studs, bust, and sleepers. So, ang next, the last part would be the overall uh, fantasy awards that uh, we're gonna discuss. And 
siguro for next week yun. And I'd like to thank si Eric for joining us and then si Nick as well for joining Thanks this. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, so thank you, thank you, guys. And hope you enjoyed you. So if you have comments about uh, our picks or meron kayong other opinions about uh, the, the teams that we discussed, please comment down below. And see you on the next episode. Bye, guys.